This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at Ravinia.org. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. There's a new film running at the Adler Planetarium right now. Through the eyes of a little girl named Naya from Chicago, it explores some big ideas, even bigger than what you normally come across in a planetarium show. The show is called Naya in the Multiverse. And the creators say Adler is the first planetarium to look at multiverse theories in a film production. Essentially, what scientists have come to understand is that there are very strong possibilities that there's more than one universe. Some of these are outgrowths of thoughts about the Big Bang, and some of them are reflections of what astronomers and theoretical physicists have learned about the nature of particles. And there are several theories that we get to explore and Naya in the multiverse through the eyes of a young girl who wants to become a scientist. This is Yatasha Womack, a Chicago-based author, dancer, and filmmaker who co-wrote this new show with filmmaker and producer Taylor Witten. I went and checked it out. The characters were interesting. The imagery was stunning. And I learned so much about African astrological theories. And I remembered some biology and chemistry I didn't realize I had forgot. I'm so grateful for all the folks who came together to make this film. And I invited a couple of them, Taylor and Natasha, on the show to talk about it. They're here to speak to how a film aimed at kids and families tackles these truly huge ideas. If there are multiple universes, what are their elements? How can we tap into the past and our ancestors to imagine the future? ancient Black history, and the importance of encouraging young people to explore what piques their interest. Taylor, can you introduce me to Naya? Who is she? Naya is just your everyday preteen Chicagoan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, all jokes aside, um, Naya is this curious being that Yatasha and I had an opportunity to create. Um, she's so excited about her passions, which rely on everything from comics to art to the sciences to history mm. to really um, finding out who she is within the universe. Mm. My name is Naya. I live in a city called Chicago on a planet called Earth. I love comic books and looking at the stars. My favorite comics talk about the multiverse, other worlds we can't see, where anything can happen. I'm starting to realize these stories are all connected. How do I fit in? What's my story? So this film in particular follows her journey as she explores every piece of her being and what it means to be a young girl trying to find her way in the universe. I want to get into the way that this story really leans into exploration and discovery. You know, I I don't necessarily have the words y'all as filmmakers and writers may be able to help me, but um, it feels less like a moral kind of storyline. Um, you know, you don't get into the end and you're like, okay, and the moral of the story is this. Um, it feels more focused on that discovery and exploration and kind of going on a journey. 
Um, and I wondered if you could tell me about some of your priorities when you started to develop the storyline. Well, I think one of our thoughts was we wanted to explain what the multiverse was uh, in some of these theories to family-friendly, curious audiences. Um, the other thing was we wanted to establish that Naya, you know, being a, a young girl, has a, a cultural relationship, as we all do, a mm-hmm. uh, kind of cultural relationship to space and time, and to explore that through this lens of Afrofuturism. I tell people that Afrofuturism is a way of thinking about futures and other realities, and you're referencing African, African diaspora cultures. So if you're watching a project and it's talking about imagination and liberation and mysticism and technology, and they're referencing black cultures, you're talking about Afrofuturism. And for us, when it was decided that this would be an Afrofuturist project, we said, okay, well, we want to engage, make sure that we're showing that these ways of being and knowing are as valid way of connecting to the world as these harder theories uh, about the multiverse. Yeah. And I'm so happy that you picked up on those elements around um, discovery and adventure. Mm-hmm. I know for Yatasha and myself, that was a part of our creative process and really approaching it with those questions in mind around, okay, um, if she knew nothing, <laughs> if she knew something, yeah. um, if she learned it from a comic book, how can she personally explore it um, on her own? And I think that that really shows up in the film as well. And we hope that that resonates with viewers. Yeah. Particularly, we've had so many people uh, tell us after the film their own favorite multiverse theories. And that's just been amazing because we know oh. that that's just a nugget of where they're going to begin and following the film. I'm pretty sure that they're going to go home and research it as a family or, you know, ask their teachers about it at school. And so it's really cool to see uh, the viewers come in and then have more questions leaving the film as well. Any fun, fun theories that you can share that you heard or anyone, any that stand out? A lot of people love the mini worlds theory. Okay. Right. And the mini worlds theory is one where, uh, there's just this idea that every decision, opportunity that comes before you splits into another reality. Mm. So that's always fun for storytelling. Yes, yes, definitely. I love the um, the bubble mm-hmm. universe. Yeah, that one was really dope. I was like, so here for the mermaid situation. <laughs> right. And then the bubble universe, the basis for that being that uh, there could be another universe that doesn't have the same laws of physics as ours and so being able to depict what that would look like creatively was uh that was a good challenge (laughs) there's so many special things about the film but i would love to hear in your own words you know what what makes it such a singular piece I think one of the really unique pieces about this film is that it is on a planetarium scale dome screen. So it's an immersive experience. You know, it's not like just going to watch a typical film. Uh, You feel the motion and the movement. You're pulled into the worlds in various ways. So it's an actual film experience uh, that I think lends itself to some, you know, reflection But at the very least, you could say it's cool. I know that as you all are talking about, you worked with 
all kinds of folks, right? Artists. I mean, this was like a steam team <laughs> kind of situation. I love Artists that. And, um, and, and math, you know, chemistry. Um, I, I mean, there's so much biology. There's astronomy, obviously, going on in here. Um, a lot of it is so educational is the stuff that we learn in school. Um, and then there's this African history um, that's that's built into it as well. I'm thinking about the ancestors. I'm thinking about the different um, types of theories that um, that come through, both from um, Naya's grandparents, but also you know through through like you said her cultural connection. A lot of that part people don't learn in school, right? They they live and die without even a lot of people even learning that information. Um, can you talk about curating some of the ancient? history of space musings um, and findings from the from the continent. Exploring that element was as fun for us as exploring these multiverse theories. Yeah. Uh, and what we really wanted to center was the fact that as people come to understand themselves and the world around them in the ancient times, they created these cosmologies and these stories and these uh, really philosophies of how to navigate the world. And some of the inspiration for that came from the relationship to the stars. With all cultures having some relationship to the stars and to this question of who am I in the universe, who am I in the world, we wanted to express that there were African, African diasporic spaces that thought very deeply about these ideas and continue to. Yeah. So we mentioned the Congolese cosmogram, or we talked about the idea of the crossroads, which aligns with a lot of ideologies. And, you know, you hear that in blues music and it points back to some other philosophies and cosmologies. And so for us, it was a way of helping people to see how these ways of being are also present with us today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are also two non-binary characters in the movie. Um, is it Amun? That's correct, Amun. Mm-hmm. Amun and the cat Bast. Um, Taylor, I know that you also work in the realm of diversity and inclusion. Um, can you tell me some of the ways that that really came through in the film, um, that work that you do? For us, I think it was really important to have intention around um, including uh, different characters from diverse backgrounds. And Amun is one of those characters. And so that, again, came out of the creative process as far as who do we want to see on um, screen and how can we make sure that we're telling an authentic story about those characters as well. Mm -hmm. And then also it's rooted in actual Egyptian histories, you know, where uh, different uh, women pharaohs uh, could become male. Um, And so those sort of transformations, you know, and identities we wanted to just connect with today. Mm Mm-hmm. The imagination and imagery is so stunning. It's breathtaking. It's magical. I'm, as like a sci-fi geek, I'm geeked, (laughs) you know, when I'm watching and I'm just like, oh my God, Um, especially in the context of a planetarium. Um, Is it different writing for this type of animation? Yeah, actually, it was a lot of fun working with Taylor, you know, especially coming out of the pandemic. Um, we were able to really bond and connect around these ideas of space and time and futures and aspiration and imagination. So uh, writing the project was as transformative for us as we would hope viewing the project is for audiences. Mm-hmm. Say more. Well, you know, the coming out of the pandemic was a, a unique time. 
So for us to think about these ways of being uh, as sustaining life force Mm. um, really brought joy for us. And that joy, looking at the film, I feel resonates with the character, Naya, her curiosity, her excitement about life, um, her connection to music. She also likes science. The freedom of being able to highlight a character in that way, it just, it's filled with excitement, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, it's a kind of imagery that celebrates her curiosity as opposed to saying that her curiosity isn't valid Mm -hmm. or her dreams aren't possible or her, her visions and ambitions don't have merit. So to lean into that kind of fortitude um, and vision and, and, and mission um, coming out of this kind of odd time, I think was special for both of us. Yeah, I would wholeheartedly agree. And I think in particular that idea of freedom and liberation and being women of color and being able to see a young girl within her girlhood experience this liberation was very freeing for the both of us. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. (laughs) That's so beautiful. Um, I feel like this also was a child's dream, you know, watching this. I mean, to meet your grown-up self, for instance, and see that she is, like, slaying, basically. <laughs> um, she's doing some of the things that you know you want to do and some things you didn't even know you wanted to do. Um, and then it's not too long as a film, too. How long is it? Running time is about 30 minutes. 30 minutes, yeah. And I wonder, um, can you talk about tapping into a child's imagination, attention span, kind of, for this. Um, Taylor, why don't you start? A lot of credit goes to the animators and the visual artists on the film, being able to bring that vibrancy. I mean, you mentioned it, Erin. This film is chock full of colors, and we see um, the beauty of Naya from everything from art, culture, to clothing, like the fashion is all there. Um, So they really help to bring our vision to life for the character and the world building that happens within the film. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, we also spoke to a a scientist who's a a black American woman um, who is a theoretical physicist, you know, astronomer, and talked to her about her childhood. Uh, and her oh, interest wow. in, you know, majoring in physics and yeah. her pursuit. And so there was this part of us as creatives and artists and kids who like science. There's a kind of imagined way or actual real lived experience that Taylor and I had. Uh, but Taylor and I are not scientists. We love science, but we're not <laughs> scientists. There is a difference, yeah. I would like to, to note. And so um, in talking to say Chanda Prescott Weinstein, and then, you know, she's saying how she really loved math, and math was the pathway for her to get into her current studies and explorations. Um, I mean, being able to ask theoretical physicists, astronomers, all the questions you ever wanted to ask to bring this project to light, I think is a real joy as a science enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love that distinction you made between being a scientist and just loving science, you know, because it is two different things. And 
you know, as a person, you know, I didn't realize I loved science, right, until I had, you know, terms like Afrofuturism and, um, and you know, dove more into um, sci-fi as a, as a genre um, to understand, okay, I, this is something that I do love. And, you know, you don't have the wherewithal necessarily to, like, be an artist and a scientist, you know what I'm saying? Some people do, I don't. Um, but I think, yeah, it, I can only imagine how how beautiful the experience would have been to be able to collaborate with people who actually are um, and kind of uh, get at it in, in, in those different directions. And I also have to say, you know, we have to give a lot of credit to the Adler for mm. supporting the idea of bringing art and science together. Um, the the scientists that we were working with, Geza and Lucianne and I mean, they were all people who have a real appreciation for art and philosophy. Um, they're, in some respects, you know, expressed creatively themselves. Yeah. And so there was a real championing of that and a celebration of it mm-hmm. and an allocating of space to explore that. Natasha Womack is an author, filmmaker, and dancer. Natasha, thank you. Thank you. Taylor Witten is a storyteller, filmmaker, and producer. Taylor, thank you. Thank you so much, Erin. Taylor and Yatasha are co-writers on Naya and the Multiverse, which is playing at the Adler Planetarium indefinitely. You can find showtimes at adlerplanetarium.org. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Klee for editing the show. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Ethan Schwab was the engineer for this episode. Our theme music is by Louis Leakes. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR Network. And big shout out to Yoga Girl 1314 for calling us the best Chicago news podcast. Love to hear it. She said she stumbled upon the show in the NPR One app, where you can also listen. And now is her favorite. Yoga Girl, you are my favorite. If you feel like The Rundown is a five-star show, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, and I'll shout you out on one of our episodes. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.